What's up, everybody? It's The Building Code. Zach Latovich. I'm Charlie Bertwistle. Good to see you, buddy. Yeah, good to see you, too. It's been a while. Uh, has it? No, it's been 24 hours. I literally hours. saw you just yesterday. Yeah, so people that watch our podcast on YouTube, which you should be doing, will be excited to know that we recorded uh, some little promo videos for it. So if you're watching other Builder Trend videos, you'll see you'll see Zach and I pop up at the end and ask you to subscribe to the YouTube channel. And well, watch you, the they code. should subscribe. They should to the YouTube Absolutely. channel. We've got more than just the podcast on there. We've and got. we recorded maybe 20 takes yesterday. There's uh, a lot of content coming. So your way. You, you should probably check out the YouTube. Buckle up just to see uh, all that coming down the pipeline. And now that I've said it. Uh, it puts a lot of pressure on our producer to get that across the finish line. So, <laughs> Yeah, t- clock's ticking. <laughs> we're expecting to see that. But we are back in the studio today. We have a fantastic guest. I'm very excited. Zach, tell the listeners who we have today. That's right. We have Piper Stromat from Chattanooga, Tennessee. She's the director of interior design and partner at Boutique Living by Curate. And I love having different types of builders on and we haven't had a ton of designers come nope. in for our our podcast so they always have a little bit different perspective because they usually do a little bit more in the construction process sometimes they even build their own plans they do it in house and then they go through in the design it's usually a very hand uh, holding experience for that yeah. customer so we'll be able to get into some a little different angle of the, the building process yeah and piper has her own podcast called the building blonde uh, which I actually listened Love to yesterday. That name. That's yeah, that's a great name. Absolutely. Whoever uh, named that, Piper, if that was you, I'm sure it was. You're just crushing it. Absolutely crushing it. It's a great podcast. We'll link it in the show notes. Yeah, check it um, out. But yeah, the way they set things up, the way they think about design and that entire process, um, I think is unique. So really excited to get into it. Well, let's get her on here. Piper, welcome to the Building Code. Hey, well, thank you so much for letting me be a part of this. This is awesome. Yeah, we're excited to have you. Um, for the the folks listening out there, can you tell us just a little bit about yourself um, and your background? Yeah, so I like to joke that dirt runs in my blood. Um, <laughs> I've been on a job site since I was, oh gosh, born. Um, my family is from civil construction background, massive civil construction company, disaster relief. And I decided, well, I don't want to do any of that. I want to be in interior design, but I want to be on plan dirt too. So I decided right out of school that I was going to go to work for a residential building company called Green Tech Homes here in Chattanooga, Tennessee, and started right off the bat at 22 years old and started on my first house, closed my first house that year. And now I'll be with the company seven years and started the sister company, Boutique Living by Curate. So it's been a really fun adventure and almost four, over 400 homes now. So I've gotten to meet a lot of families. That's really incredible. Well, you know, you're a woman of many talents. You actually also host your own podcast called The Building Blonde, which so you're, you're kind of dipping your toes into the, the, the social media, you know, world and all that. Like talk a little bit about the podcast. Yeah. So, okay. I had a pipeline dream and I told my husband, I was like, eh, I really like social media, but I kind of want to do something different. And just looked at him one day and I was like, what about a podcast? And he was like, are you sure about that? Do you, do you know how to do like ads and stuff? I was like, I mean, no, but I'll try. Um, I really wanted to engage all of my homeowners, um, students in school, other fellow women in construction, because there's not many of us, but they're starting to become more and more that I was like, okay, what's something like a play on words? I'm blonde. I'm, I think I'm pretty fun, but I kind of want to just spread my wealth of knowledge that I've gained over the years, the stories that I've always wanted to tell people or um, 
the one-liners everybody asks about, like, what would you do here? Well, I'll do this. Okay, well, sounds great. Um, I kind of just wanted to create a platform that everybody could really come to. And that's how the Building Blonde was born. And yeah, basically it. So this is something that uh, with the interior design, I was looking at your bio um, on your website the other day. Um, and something you've known you've wanted to do for a very like a long time, right? Got started pretty early. Oh my gosh, yes. They're actually really early, much earlier than normal, I think, for a lot of people. Well, there you go. And then you you're at um, you know, the partner at Boutique Living by Curate. Um, tell us a little bit more about that company specifically. Yes. So we our dream basically started of okay, we have this process. We choose everything before the build starts. And I wanted to take that from the Green Tech Homes, who I started out with, who is still a company here in town, it, it's production. You get this many choices at this many times, and you're, you're going within your same box all the time. You have to be really creative to go outside of the box and, of course, to move forward. I wanted to take that concept and do custom homes. I said there's no sense to where a custom home builder doesn't want a unique experience that you have your hand held the whole time, but you also pick out everything up front. So our showrooms simply like a boutique. I bring in, or our team brings in everything that is trending, that is classic, that we know we can execute really nicely, and that will continue to have longevity over the next 10 to 15 years. Um, we keep everything on site, and our homeowners don't have to leave our studio for any reason at all unless wow. they want to. Wow, that's super so, interesting. That's a little bit about us. We also build, um, we have about 38-ish homes in production right now and about five in design. So it really is an ebb and flow all the time through everything. And you just build out in Chattanooga or are you kind of, you know, in the surrounding areas at all? I mean, what kind of, what's your space look like? Yeah, that's a really good question. So we um, we specialize in downtown Chattanooga. Okay. We laugh because we say we specialize in steep slope, which is <laughs> um, comical because everything in Chattanooga is literally downhill or uphill. So our team has really started to, honestly, that's basically all we build. We specialize in it, I think. And so we build mostly those. And then we also build within a 15-mile radius when 30 mile radius, depending on what parts of town it is. So you can actually, if you have your own lot, we do design builds on your own lot if it fits into our parameters and it fits into what our processes are. Wow. So how many people uh, are on your team? Like, it sounds like there's quite a bit of work to make sure that everything's all curated, everything's up to date. You're keeping you know track of the latest trends and you're able to create that really curated experience for the homeowner. Oh my gosh. So we have 17. We'll be adding 18 officially wow. on Monday. Um, uh, I love to say this because women in construction, that's something that's really big to us. We actually have nine women that work for us out of the uh, 17 and seem to be 18. So we really like that aspect. And we think our detail, our level of detail with builder trend to construction to the end of production is. Oh, that's That's super interesting. Do they all have pretty similar backstories too, where they're they raised in construction or are they kind of coming from other industries? You have personal relationships. I'm just interested because you're right. Like we've had people on the podcast talk about the, the, the analytics of construction and like 90% yeah. of the workforce in construction is, is white males. Um, and so yeah. like, yeah. where are they, where are you finding them? I mean, it's like, have you found the secret? 
I think we did find a secret. So Paul, who um, is owner of both Green Tech and uh, Boutique Living by Curate, we we laugh because he will just say, "All right, you're a banker. You have those talents. I think you can. I think you can be a project manager." And uh, you're a dental hygienist, so you got the qualities. I think you can be a project manager. They've turned out to be our best project managers, literally of all time. <laughs> got um, chip on their shoulder. Guys. I, hey, I love our guys. I love our guys. They're wonderful. But, Shout out to um, the dudes. We're not hating on that, the 90%. <laughs> not, not, not hating on the 90%. But the women, like I was on a job site today and the electrician comes over and he's like, I need, I, I need some questions answered. I'm like, okay, okay. Let's pull up the plants. He goes, ooh, I like you. I'm like, because we're pulling up plants. <laughs> Come on now. Like, it's, it's just funny. But um, to answer your question is we find everybody all over the place. If you have, if you present the qualities of you're detail oriented, you're very customer service oriented, you're detail oriented, and you can run software really well and have a lot of juggling balls up in the air. Um, we look for those qualities. We use the disk assessments for those. So yes and no. And then some people have had backgrounds but others most haven't. That is like, I feel a common theme that we're having on the podcast is there's such a misconception in the construction space that if you didn't grow up swinging a hammer, there's no role for you out there. And I mean, you just mentioned, you know, a dentist and a banker, like there's actually a ton of very, very applicable skills and a ton of unique roles that I'm sure people have no idea even exist out there. No, exactly, exactly. Because builders now these days are, even busier they've ever been before. If you just have a detailed eye and you can tell that there's scuffs on a wall, builders right. need you to blue tape. Builders need you to go look at just details. They'll handle the other part. You don't have to know what a footer is or what inch rebar needs to go on the footer, but you just have that detailed eye. So a lot of people don't know that. And I, I, I'm trying to spread that word with the building blonde too. Hey, Backup plan for you, buddy. Yeah, for sure. I was just thinking, like, it sounds like it might be a, a spot. For yeah, just me. in case this doesn't work out. If the for either of us, take me with you. Out, yeah, if the podcast doesn't work out, and then subsequently my real job doesn't work out. Um, yeah, we're trying to build some thing. insulation in our, you know, our career advancement. Like we've got a, we got a, you know, a, a variety of of opportunities for ourselves. That's I, I, I've, we've heard that a lot from our customers. And in my experience working with customers, like it always just makes me so happy. And builders trying to actually funny, like a lot of our support team or sales team, um, and even in like other areas of the business now, marketing and and you know, corp dev and like whatever, they they have such yeah. different backgrounds. So I've always kind of connected on that level from like people have skills. It's not just about like the the degrees that you have. You can find ways to f- make your own opportunities in a lot of different spaces. It's really cool. Absolutely. And I think that's the really unique part about everybody working in our trade these days. It's That's my favorite thing is, hey, what do you do best? That's something my grandfather always asked. What do you do best? Well, it doesn't matter what your degree was in, but what do you do? And I think that's something that's very unique because like you all are doing the podcast, but you're also have day jobs with Builder Trend. And I think that's something that's super unique and fun too, because this is what the internet's given us now is opportunity to be able to grow and have variety and to do things differently. So I think that's really unique. And just to clear one thing up to manage expectations, they didn't pick Zach and I because we're good at this. We were just the only people <laughs> that like applied for it. So I get what you're saying. And it sounds like a very nice compliment, but sometimes you just stumble into things too. Uh, but getting back to the sheet here, um, I'm actually really curious about the design process specifically. This yeah. is probably a misconception, but in my mind, 
I just imagine you dealing with really, really picky homeowners all the time that like go back and forth between selections and nothing's ever perfect. And I'm sure that's wrong. But what does that process look like? Like you mentioned the boutique is like a cool experience for them to walk in and like pick stuff out. But how does the actual, okay, I've decided on this. Now let's implement it. Oh, I changed my mind. Or are you helping them pick things? Or are you just turning it over to them? Kind of walk me through that process. Do you want her to put her customers on blast on the pod? No, I said it was a misconception <laughs> to start it. with. Absolutely. I'll probably have some that would be like, oh, yeah. Oh, they're talking about me. <laughs> <laughs> and that's something that's super funny. So um, we have a very strategic process, and it's all been based on my almost seven years and going through this process and seeing what works and doesn't trial and error all the time. Um, so we actually start out with like our contract signing we have a base level of all of our included amenities. And then from there, we start doing the building blocks. Okay, do you wanna stay in our this bubble of everything is included at base for you? Or do you wanna really dive in deep, even down to the switch plate covers and what um, color, what shade of color are they? What shape are they? All, all of that. So we can go as deep as somebody wants to or as minimal as somebody wants to. And I think that's something that's very unique and flexible about us. And then that's also something that Builder Trend has allowed us to do is build our template to be able to do that. Um, we've put almost nine years into our template. We're very um, strategic of what goes in there. All of our vendors can't live without it now and our subs can't live without it. We can't live without it either. So even though we have a catalog that anybody can bring in, we're able to streamline that process for our homeowners to not get so overwhelmed when they do start getting down to the nitty gritty. So the house that we were closing today that I was working on, um, I was actually installing the switch plate covers, which is pretty funny, but it's just something that needs to be done sometimes. And I was going back to it and some of them have to be wrapped by wallpapers. Some of them have the certain sheen to them to, for the room color. Some have, some are black, some are white, some are ivory. And it goes back to, how deep do you want to take this and how much do you want to drive yourself crazy? Plus, <laughs> how do you want your home to really look and is anybody ever going to notice any of that? So I start off with those questions and then kind of jump from there based on how they want to go. So I hope that answers your question well enough. Yeah, absolutely. I would be very much, um, please just do it all for me. I feel like that would be the approach I would take if I ever build a house. <laughs> And we do, we do have that. We have people which the allowances and the uh, budget actually actually come into great help. Whoever thought of that and put that implementation in, thank you. Um, that was that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yep, it was me. No. Was it really? No. no. I was like, what? <laughs> yeah, he's. Uh, we got to keep him under control. I got a little bit of a Friday move. Yeah, yeah. I was about to say that was completely awesome. Um, but yes, yeah, so a lot of people come in. They say. I have 150,000 that I want you to spend. Tell me where to spend it and lay it all out for me. I'll be there in six weeks. Great. Wow. So we've done that. And um, some of our homeowners actually just did that all the way from Nebraska. And we did it all over Zoom presentation. Um, do you know we're from Nebraska? Oh, that's a very small town. I, do know <laughs> I was going to say, um, we're at Nebraska. I was going to be like, think it's ne- I don't think it's next to you all because I feel like I would have recognized where <laughs> y'all are with them. Um, but we've had actually four from Nebraska recently moving into one neighborhood, which was really interesting. That's super interesting. Yeah. I was like, what's happening in Nebraska and Chattanooga? (laughs) Got a pipeline moving to Chattanooga. What's what's going on? Um, Maybe they're like, it's so flat here that they're like, 
We need some verticality. Yeah. We're going to Chattanooga where it's all Nebraska up or down, right? In Wisconsin. Huh. Wisconsin. We've had a couple from California, but I was like, okay, Wisconsin. At least we've got a lot of cheese curds now, which is oh, cool. Man. I guess. Wow. Good for you. Sorry to interrupt. I was just like, it's interesting, the Nebraska <laughs> thing, huh? Yeah. So, yes, I feel like we do everything possibly known to man on the way, shape, or scale of design. And have you guys been using BuilderTrend for nine years? Uh, my day one, I was taught. You, you had it? Wow. I had it. It was my day one. Um, the Green Tech at the time had been using it for a year and a half, gotcha. almost two years. Wow. So. Almost 10 years, everybody's been around it who are like the OG. You um, guys are like some of our OG accounts then. Like you're you're in the, the client list pretty deep. That's that's awesome. I think so. I think our subscription has gone pretty deep at this point. <laughs> you're getting the you're getting your value's worth. It sounds like you're in selections, yeah. you're you're using allowances. I mean, these are features that Charlie and I know are really impactful, but not everybody gets there. You know, it takes I'm sure well, you didn't get there. You know, on day one, it's taken a little bit of time to kind well, of go yeah, into it. I'm impressed with the template, too. You said you've been building that yeah. out for like nine years now. I know. I'd totally geek out and show it to y'all if you had some time. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, so you, I told you we use allowances. We do selections all through it. Um, we also do all of our PO, invoicing, um, time. Everything is every single aspect of Builder Trim we use or that is there we typically use on a day-to-day basis. Um, but one of our project managers, I guess, just got on and discovered a few new things that we're going to be testing out that I don't even know about. So wow. that's been pretty cool. That's amazing. Well, we'll kind of come back to this as far as how you guys use technology. I want, I'm super interested yeah. in how you leverage it. But you know, one thing that I think is really unique about having you on is you are doing design. A lot of our home builders, it's it's not their focus, right? Like design right. builds are, we've had, um, Jake half on and, and they're big in that space, but, yeah. um, you know, let's, I just want to know, like, what, what are the design trends that you're seeing right now? I'm sure this is kind of like an area that, you know, is your, like, that's the fun part, you know, like the, the finishing touches, how does it all come together? I love that you asked that because honestly, I, I know we all don't know what happened in 2020. A lot of things happened and it just kind of went everywhere. Design went everywhere. Too. Really? Everybody was getting online. Everybody was researching. So you started to see farmhouse start to inch its way out. And I know everybody loves Joanna Gaines. The South is the South. Everybody's going to love that farmhouse cottage look. Well, now you're starting to see like Kelly Wurstler, a lot of these, a lot of these influencers took that time during 2020 to really push themselves in the organic design. So what you're seeing, a lot of the Scandinavian is starting to turn organic. You're starting to see all the woods come back what stained cabinets everybody's like 90s oh no <laughs> yeah it's yeah like, it's like oh my, my kitchen's coming back in style all right yeah i'll whip it on back around <laughs> with just it. wait long um <laughs> right it's gonna Ooh. come back but i think you're gonna start seeing a lot of the scandinavian so just the the high gi, which is like very simple very eclectic just very easy very natural um and then you're gonna start seeing a lot of the natural designs really start to trump the farmhouse. But what you'll start seeing, so shiplap was always horizontal, now it's going vertical. Um, You're starting to see a lot more sleek lines. Um, Colors, a lot of light and bright. You're not seeing like the grays anymore or the grayages or anything like that. You're starting to see the simple whites, a lot of like Ben Moore and Sharon Williams, light and bright, but also with the natural color tone. That's super interesting. This is like a total shot in the dark, but like how 
how do those trends evolve in your seven years? Like, is it, can you feel a design trend coming on or like, what does that evolution look like? And how do you, like, how do you stay on top of it? Yeah. 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 No, totally. That's a, that's an amazing question. I get that a lot, actually. Um, you can start seeing things in Shalong and where you start seeing it is in fashion, believe it or not. And you start to see it in Europe. You start to see it in a lot of the other countries that have a lot of influence on American design. So once you start seeing that, you'll kind of see, so it was about three years ago, a lot of the um, off whites, the beiges, the blacks started hitting the runway. Okay. Well, then it started with everybody pushing social media in California with all of the Scandinavian design. Okay, well, that's been around for thousands of years in other countries. It's just started to make its way into ours. So it usually goes left coast, right coast. It usually goes like both sides. And it kind of does like a squiggle effect if you you think about it overall. Because South, like Magnolia Homes pushed the farmhouse. Well, that reached all the way to the West Coast. Then you had the Scandinavian and the modern, which started in the West Coast and the East Coast. So it's kind of, it starts in fashion and starts inching its way over. Um, But I start seeing it whenever homeowners are bringing pictures of celebrities' homes a lot Mm -hmm. of times, or a lot of these celebrity designers, like like I said, Kelly Wurstler did a massive push in 2020. She is huge in um, art deco design as well as natural design and um, a lot of eclectic things but her coloring is all natural with a few pops of color so you start to see a lot of people just grabbing those social media outlets a lot and then that's what starts trending in your area and then you pick that up and start making it trend in that area so that's super cool how circle what would you say like the split between like clients coming to you and being like this is the celebrity home i saw i want it to look like this versus you are the one that are like well here are some of your options like what's that kind of ratio like yeah so i would say now that we've established ourselves and luckily i've gotten to establish um my reputation as a designer in chattanooga a lot of people come for my design well i always tell the homeowners it's my design plus your design i base myself off of you so a lot of our homeowners come in and they'll say i love what you've done in the past can you please just take what i want and make it into what i need and so that's kind of where i go from when it comes into people bringing pictures, I think it's about 30%. Um, those are commonly people who are engineers. They are very picture driven and picture oriented. And then people who are like, aren't great visually, who just need it to look exactly like what they like. Because once you're painting this picture, it's really hard for people to understand. Yeah, them. yeah just sign off on that one selection. It's just <laughs> like you saw it. Everybody's like, no, it's not. So I think it's about 30%, honestly. Gotcha. Interesting. That's, that's amazing. And, you know, speaking of your clients, what, what are kind of your, what would your advice be to someone who really wants to give that boutique feel or that experience to maybe someone who isn't quite to that level, but they still care about the customer experience. Like what do you do with yeah. your customers to kind of give them that extra layer of, of, of quality that, you know, isn't necessarily about the materials you're using, but just how you're treating them. Transparency is key. Honesty is key. Those are the two foundation blocks that our company strives for every single day. Telling somebody, Hey, it's not going to look good if you go this route (laughs) and not because I don't like it. It's because these two color tones don't match. 
So it's giving them a foundation of knowledge, honesty, and transparency. I think those are the three biggest things. Then you can start doing the building blocks of, all right, we're doing a celebration because you signed off on all of your builder trend items. We're going to do a little champagne toast, and now your final plans can get started. So then you can start doing those building blocks at that point. Um, where I've, I've seen people struggle, and it, I, I've helped a few of my friends that are building their accounts and building their builders and they're building their showroom is they don't offer enough. Well, then it gets defensive with estimating because they don't want to offer too much. They, the building package needs to be the building package. You have three options and there you go, but you can make it fun for people still that way. You can say, well, great. Well, we can spend another dollar and you can get this like kind of just playing into not emotions, but, Imagine yourself in their shoes. That's the only way you can start building that foundation or those couple items. Yeah, I feel like that's another very common theme that we've heard is like client relationships, building the trust. Very, very important in any business or any personal avenue, um, but especially kind of in this construction world. Um, Another one that I wanted to touch on where I'm sure that's very important is just working like with your subcontractors and your vendors as well. You've mentioned them a couple times, obviously without them, the vision and the design isn't possible. So what is that kind of back and forth with that you have? Yes. So I don't have to talk to the subs all the time. Our project managers and superintendents actually talk to the subs every day almost. What I really do is I lean on them. So perspective, my father-in-law actually has been laying hardwood floors for 30 years. And he was never used to using software. So I, I then got to teach him the software and say, hey, if you see something that's wrong in here and you don't agree with it, please let us know. We're happy to change it. But I kind of needed to learn and grow as you teach me, basically. So I talk to the subs if something is – we talk to them on the front end for design and saying, hey, how help me help you. How do we How do we make this happen? So that's something where we start with. And then – we get to talk to them when they do execution. Was this trim drawing that our client signed off on what you saw in the field and is it going to work? So that's a lot of times where we wrap back around almost in a full circle to get the end result. So we're very close with our subs, very, very close with our subs. They're like our family and we treat them how we want to be treated. Yeah. I mean, in a way they are a form of your clients, right? Like they do a lot of the work. And so you're dependent on them being happy and feeling like they're a part of the project. So I, I, I love that approach. I mean, on a given project, are you using the same subs on every one? I mean, 38 homes you said that are currently in production, like are they hitting all of those projects or do you kind of have a few that you work with on different areas of the, of the trades? That's a really good question. So we actually, um, design works with the main ones. Like you'll have your main framer, you'll have your main brick mason, you'll have your own vendors for like general shale being your brick, you'll have it horizon stone, your stone. So you kind of have your reps that we use with them. And then they have, we have our vin- or subs that are our installers that we direct line to if there's a true question. So that's a good question because we have five project managers at this point. We're about to be on six and seven, and they all have their preferred subs <laughs> that they use. It's, it's funny, right? Like personalities yeah. are a big part of it. It's hilarious. And um, this is just so cute. But I was, we were ha- interviewing somebody, and a big thing to me is how do your subs view you? Do you want to go at five o'clock on a Friday and they just want to ask about how your kids are, or you want to ask them how? 
how their, their kids are, how's their life, or they just slam in the door in your face saying, I'm done with work. So we were driving a new hire around, and I swear, seven brick masons came flying off of a house to the truck, and they were like, John, 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 John. And I was like, okay, you're hired. because <laughs> They knew him. Oh, he was like, where have you been? What are you doing? And he's like, well, I'm interviewing this guy. So it's all about relationships because those are the people's hands that you are relying on to build your house that you're trying to communicate and deliver to your clients. So subs are a huge part. My, Like I said, my father-in-law is one of our subs and it's, it's just how you treat them. And I think that is just super unique. So yes, everybody has their favorite ones. Everybody has who they get along with, the personality types, and then the job types. Some people don't want to do high, like steep slope. The painters don't want to paint oh, 50 feet up. Never thought about so, that, honestly. Really interesting. Yeah. Uh, be an awkward Thanksgiving if you treated your father-in-law bad on the job site, you know? <laughs> Like I didn't pay him because he got mad. Yeah, yeah. It's just like, can you pass me the turkey? Like, I don't know. You're going to get your paycheck to me for the work? You're going to scratch my floors and make me come back? <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, it's so funny. But uh, we treat everybody extremely fair. And that's the first and foremost thing that we can do. Charlie, you're my favorite subcontractor. Thank you. Customer success. It is. Uh, in a sense, I kind of subcontract for you guys. Yeah. yeah. Really? Yeah, because like my, what I need to work on and like, it's I need his his insight on data and and so it's kind of like I have a project or I have an idea I'll send it to him and his team and be like tell me what you find what are your insights and then we'll work come together and say oh, this is what we found and they're like oh well this this situation for the builder is probably why it's showing this and like we can actually make decisions about the product or how we how we attack problems in our customer experience or all the above. So yeah, I mean, that's kind of how our relationship is um, within the walls of Builder Trim. I so, love it. I love it. So you probably got all the messages from whenever y'all just redid all the filters of the app. <laughs> oh yeah. My team, we definitely, uh, we, we take all that intake and then, you know, their team kind of looks at like, well, what, what did the engagement go up or um, did it lead to more people or less people using it? Like, and then also just as like the health of the business and what's happening with our, you know, our KPIs and, and kind of little technical software as a service company stuff. But like, he's, he's kind of involved in all that, but we're relying on being able to get that information to do what we do. I love it. I'm sorry for uh, giving feedback. <laughs> oh, <laughs> never, never apologize. Love the feedback. Yeah. We've had a couple people from our, uh, customer experience team with that episode of Scott Hale just dropped not that long ago. And that's a, a big part of our company. Yeah. We just voice to the customer. We just got an email about it the other day. Uh, that's how our product team makes all of their decisions. Um, and how our customer success team makes all of their decisions on how to train people is from feedback. So if you yeah, want something to be it. a certain way, you just ask for it. <laughs> Uh, Good deal. Good to know that. Are your, see, uh, last kind of thing on the subcontract note, are you using the, like, are they in Builder Trend as well too? Um, and I guess homeowners, are you guys using the homeowner portal as well? Like, is it kind of in, end to end? So I love that you asked that question. It's a requirement for all of our subs and vendors to be on Builder Trend. We do not do, we do not cut POs unless they accept it. Um, we do VPOs through it. Um, it's a requirement. The first meeting, we actually have our contract signing, and then we actually do a build a trend tutorial at that time. So we give the customer their login and password, and at that time, they'll get their contract loaded into Builder Trend. We teach them how to find it under Docs, and then after that, we start having our structural meeting with our because we draw all of our plans in house as well. So we're a full design build yeah. company. 
So we actually take that. They start making their structural upgrades. They sign off on their plans. Um, we actually do all accounting through it. So whatever cost is associated with that build goes into that selection. It's signed off. And prior to doing anything and moving out of design, they accept it. They sign off in voter trends. So we always have a picture description and a cost association as well as a cost code. That is all requirements that are part of design, estimating, and um, sales through builder trends. So, yes. Wow. That's super user. Yeah, Zach and I were just making eye contact as you were talking. Like, you need to come teach a class at PTU or something. Yeah. Sub-engagement and builder training. All of that. You do all the right things. I mean, that's what I did was I traveled and a lot of these tips I picked up from people like you. And then I was just like stealing and be like, this is how other companies do it. But it's like, we need to like clip it. So our social media team, clip that, put it on, get it out there. Yeah. So, and and something that's super unique and I love that you are on the backside of it because Y'all came out with the favorites feature. And that's something that plays into our process every single day. And it has made it so client friendly because our homeowners, we favored everything. Like I said, everything's in our template, cost, description, picture. Everybody's on the same page. We favored that. The homeowner then goes in on that side. They can see their job running total with favorites, job running total. Their um, what? So if I need to reset something, we, we have to have 100% completion for all 400 items that go into your house that are on typical selection, basically. We have to have 100% of completion. So if I need to go back and say, hey, we met on Zoom. I've got to reset your trim. It's a different color now. I need you to go back and approve it. They can go into favorites, and that has been a game changer because six years ago, I was pulling out my hair trying to teach (laughs) them where to find this on Builder Trends. We don't like hearing pulling out of hair. Unclip that. No. We don't want to hear that. No, that no, was no. that was six but years ago. That was before Zach joined. Yeah, exactly. Like I said, six years ago. We've come a long way. Um, but now we, and I forgot to say, we actually use it all the way until end of warranty. And wow. then we um, wow. archive our jobs. So we, I can pull up my job from nine years ago Charlie's, that I live in this house for. Charlie's like resisting the urge to look up your account right now and just, you know, run his data and be like, ooh, there's so much in there. <laughs> well, that's... Ooh. Yeah, one of the one of the big initiatives on our team right now, and we don't need to go down this rabbit hole, but is uh, actually as a, a service providing data science uh, to our customers, so building out metrics and reports and stuff. And unfortunately, yeah. some of the really cool ideas that we have um, requires that people are using the platform to the fullest extent, so you have the data. Um, so we may use you as our, our guinea pigs in the background. <laughs> hey, I, I told Shaw this. So we started working with Shaw on a lot of their back end and uh, marketing came to meet with us and procurement and all their sides for buyout uh, because we, we were using it so in depth. So if y'all do need it, please let us know. We're happy. Um, please pull up our account because it is, there's, oh God, 700 jobs probably archived now. Wow. 800, 900. So. We love it. We love it. Well, we are up against time here, Piper. We really appreciate you spending time with us and chatting and letting us go off script and get into some some fun areas. Did you have a good time? Oh my gosh, always. And I'm always happy to do it again if we ever get the opportunity to. Absolutely. And Zach and I can dye our hair blonde and we can come on the building blonde. <laughs> hey, I would love to have you on a building blonde. We'll get some margaritas and some sangria. Sounds fantastic. Thanks <laughs> again, it. Piper. Thank you. Bye. Charlie, we just had Piper on the building code. And even after the interview, we kept going and she is a superstar. Absolutely enjoyed that conversation immensely. She kind of was showing us around her selections template. She delivered on the goods. I was extremely impressed. Yeah, it was impressive. Uh, 
she I thought it was funny. She apologized during the episode. I was like, sorry for the feedback. And then as soon as we stopped recording, we spent 20 more minutes getting more feedback and you connected her with one of our user researchers. So she's going to be giving infinitely more feedback, but well, that's awesome. Like she uses Builder Trend really, really well. They have a really, really fantastic business. They treat their customers right. They build and design awesome homes. So we want to make sure that the platform and the products is tailored and people can use it to maximize their business. Yeah, and I love the kind of deeper level we got to with her about her business and design philosophy and the relationships with her subs. And it's so fun to learn about that side of the business and administration. So hopefully you enjoyed it as well, obviously. I really did. Yeah. Charlie, what were your takeaways? Well, yeah, she. it was a unique perspective. I was feeling a little self-conscious when we were talking about where design comes from, and she's talking about the fashion runway models, and I'm here in a hoodie and a, a flat bill hat, um, which would not be Peak any sort of- O'Neill, Nebraska fashion. So if I was a house in designing- uh, They'd be like- I'd be a, a barn somewhere. <laughs> but no, it was awesome. I thought their process was really interesting. The boutique concept uh, where you get a, you feel a little bit more uh, specialized and tailored towards you. Um, and I thought their relationship with their clients was really cool too, where it's like, you tell us what you want. Um, let us, I think she had a line, which would probably make a good t-shirt. Let's uh, turn what you want into what you need, which mm -hmm. I thought was a really cool way of thinking about things. Just an absolute brand star. Well, remember to like, comment, subscribe. Check us out on YouTube like we started. I'm Zach Kotovich. I'm Charlie Bertwistle. We'll see you next time.